Hello, folks. Just a quick update on our podcast page, Help for Wounded Spirits. So we had a Facebook page of the same title, Help for Wounded Spirits. Unfortunately, through this whole electronic big tech stuff, we lost that page with all of you who liked us and followed us, completely lost the page and had to start a new one from scratch. So we need your help. Would you go out to the new one and find it and like us? It's still showing a, a blip to the old one. But if you'd go out to the new one, Help for Wounded Spirits, and, and find us and like us again, that'd be a great blessing. Uh, we also heard from a couple of you folks who had questions and things were going on. Please contact us. Contact us privately on our Facebook page. Uh, whatever the case may be. Also, by the grace of God, our ministry is expanding, especially on the wounded spirit side. So we have a completely different place now to give to the wounded, the Help for Wounded Spirits uh, website. Uh, so if you could go to Wounded Spirits Ministries, you got to type out the word ministries, T-R-I-E-S dot com, and, and you hit give, it'll take you to a drop-down window that starts with general and list a couple missionaries, and then it says, uh, Help for Wounded Spirits podcast. Boy, we could sure use your help with a month or so coming at us, and uh, that'd be a great blessing. So quickly, we now have Help for Wounded Spirits, its own Facebook page. Please go out and like it. It doesn't look exactly the same as the old one, uh, but God is still blessing. We can't wait to see you folks out there. Secondly, we have another place for you to help us pay our monthly bills with Helpful Wounded Spirits, and that's at woundedspiritsministries.com, and then hit Give, and the drop-down window entirely that comes up will say Helpful Wounded Spirits website. Of course, this is a 5013C. Uh, of course, you'll get a receipt for your taxes immediately, and uh, we thank you very much for your time. We sure do love you folks. Praying for you daily. Thank you. Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Well, it's great to be back with you folks. I can't believe we're cranking through these podcasts and we're moving along. And and, uh, with me, as always, is my friend, my co-host, Stephanie Wesco. Stephanie, how are you today? I'm doing pretty great, Doug. It's great to be with you. So i got to be up front with you folks. Even though you're listening to this in the morning, the actual recording is taking place at night. So we, our routine got a little messed up today by a knucklehead, but that's okay. And uh, so... <laughs> And is, is there any laughing authorized today? Uh, are we allowed to laugh? I, I think there better be a little bit of laughing. Okay, so what we're going to talk... We need some laughing. We need some laughing. And, and you know, God gives joy. I was, I was just telling Stephanie that I just got done writing a song about joy. And I just got... Actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a song for Emmeline, Emmy, Stephanie's youngest little girl who we talked about a few days ago. And... Um, so today we're going to be talking about Sammy, but, uh, and, and so we really wanted to write a song for Emmeline. And so Stephanie's got a big job on her hand first to edit a, there's a couple words I don't like. So we either got to rid of the third verse or, uh, Stephanie's going to have to help that. But the first two are spot on. And, uh, we just think Emmy's a great singer. Do you think Emmy's going to like the song, Stephanie? Oh, I think she's going to love it. Yeah. So the first verse, let me see if I remember. I don't know if I remember, but it's something like, my daddy went to heaven when I was only two. 
I know my daddy loves me. I know my daddy loves you or something like that. I don't know. It's too much. Anyway, we wanted to talk. So It's going to make me cry. <clears throat> well, I'm not going to make okay. you cry because people will get mad at me again. And Aww, there'll be no. a protest that's like, let's have a podcast, Stephanie only. It'll be, it'll be like these rallies. Go away, Joe. It'll be, go away, Doug. <laughs> go away, Doug. You know? Oh, my goodness. It'll be four more years, Stephanie. <laughs> you know? Right. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we wanted to talk about <laughs> Sammy today. So so Sammy, uh, as we moved through the kids, so we went through Emmeline, who's four years old, and, uh, and and then we went to Caleb, who I've nicknamed Keptile, and now we're going to Sammy, who's Samuel Paul da Samuel Paul David, David Paul Wesco. Samuel Paul David. Samuel Paul see I had that right somewhere. And I should go back and re-record this, but I'm lazy. It's nighttime. But anyway, so <laughs> so I nicknamed Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. For those of you who don't know Sammy Davis Jr., Sammy Davis Jr. was a, a wonderful, like, uh, uh, I guess, what would you call that? They used tapping shoes and a, and a singer. He sang that song. Oh, like the, a tap dancer. The Candyman King. Yeah. Anyway, he wasn't a godly singer or anything like that, but he had the most wonderful motion and fluidness. And Sammy's a thin guy who eats healthy. I mean, that kind of bothers me. So, so tell us about Sammy. He's always eating salad when he's the skinniest kid in any room. But uh, yeah, yeah. So tell us about Sammy. So Sam is a really um, thoughtful. Um, he is. He's got a very tender heart. He does. Very tender way about him, and he's very. Um, tuned into if he sees someone who's hurting or if he sees someone who he thinks needs encouragement. Um, he's very quick to do what he can. You know, I, he's the one that if he sees me crying, he'll come up and, and say, are you okay, mommy? Or whatever. He's just got a very tender heart about him and um, is just very, very sweet. Yeah. Yeah and, and, yeah, and what can I say about Sammy? I mean, he is, uh, he's the nicest boy, uh, and he's really a nice young man, scientific. Uh, man, he, he, yeah, just, uh, I mean, yeah. Stephanie's always sharing with us uh, Sammy things, and Sammy likes everything scientific. And did you yeah. say, I mean, he wants to be like a Christian scientist or something. Yes. Yeah. He wants to be a, um, like a creationist scientist. Yeah. And, um, yeah. he's, he's really funny yesterday. He, um, he made the statement. He was informing Emmeline that he knows all about warts because he has some warts and he's like, Emmeline, I have had warts since I was a kid. And, um, we won't talk about the fact that he's only eight, yeah. um, but he's like, I've had warts since I was a kid. And so he's telling her all the things he knows about warts. And, um, and then he said, and I'm a scientist and when I grow up, I'm going to find a cure for warts. Yeah. And, um, he's just, he's so sweet. Everything about him is just, he mm -hmm. loves to make people happy and he's very thoughtful and all he's that an awesome stuff. kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's a. Uh... Uh, a very good boy and a very good young man. I'm glad to know him. Glad to hang out with him. And uh, anyway, so we're moving along, Stephanie. So we come out of Psalm 9 and we remember we said that we're under God because Psalm 9 is, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it ends with a call from the psalmist to 
put the nations in fear. And it's really talking about the nations around Israel and everything going on with that. And, you know, we talked about how it's scary to be alive on earth, how it's, uh, you know, these are hard times in which we live. And, and obviously there were hard times in which David lived. And, uh, you know, and now we're coming to this Psalm, Stephanie, and it's really a, an inward Psalm. And, you know, don't we, don't we know that people from within our groups, from within our, our, our tribes, from within our peeps, you know, they, uh, uh, they can be knuckleheads. People can hurt. People can do bad things. People, and they could do that a couple thousand years ago. And so that's yeah. where we are on Psalm 10. We want to talk about this. So I want to get right in and start reading that again, folks. We're, we're just honored to have you listen to our podcast. We're honored to be coming to you. Uh, by the time you hear this, I think the presidential election uh, probably be recounting. Uh, it'll be, we're uh, two weeks ahead. I think we have right now as I speak, there are 10 podcasts in the queue. Uh, and I don't know how far. How far are we from Election Day, Stephanie? Are we? We're more we're than less. Yeah. We're less than two weeks. So we're this. You might be listening to this on Election Day or the day before. And if you are, make sure you get out and vote, and uh, make sure you vote for God and God's ways. And anything you want to say about that, Stephanie? Oh, there's a lot I could say. Um, better, better remember that you're going to stand before God for the way you vote. There you go. That's that's enough. That's enough right there. <laughs> so remember that, Just voters. Saying. We vote. <laughs> We're going to stand in front of God someday. And we love you folks. And listen, I think the biggest problem we've had with elections in this country is honestly people not voting. And, yeah. and Christians need to vote. So find time. Yeah. And, uh, hey, listen, if I if I lived in your town, I'd give you a ride. I'm I'm actually flying home from uh, Ohio the day before the election with, with Debbie. And, and uh, we, we get, we're so happy. We get to be with uh, uh, Stephanie and the great eight and uh, be at a church out there in Kings Mill, Ohio. But anyway, here we are in Psalm number 10. Let's go ahead and read that and talk about this, Stephanie. It says, why standest thou afar off, O Lord? Does it feel to you sometimes, Stephanie? I knew as soon as I read that, uh, in that next ver that next sentence, why hidest, thou, why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? D do you feel that way sometimes? Most definitely. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm getting where David's coming from here. The wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire and blesseth the covetousness, or the, covet, the covetous whom the Lord abhorreth. Man, he hates it, can't stand it. The <laughs> wicked through the pride of continence will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight. As for all his enemies, he puffeth at them. He hath said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud. Under his tongue is mischief and vanity. He sitteth in the lurking places of the villages. In the secret place does he murder the innocent. His eyes are privily set against the poor. He lieth and waits secretly as a lion in his den. He lieth and wait to catch the poor. He doth catch the poor when he draweth him into his net. He croucheth and humbleth himself, that the poor may fall by the strong ones. He hath said in his heart, God hath forgotten. He hideth his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up thine hand. Forget not thy humble, the humble. Wherefore doth the wicked contemn? 
contemn God. He hath said in his heart, Thou wilt not require it. Thou hast seen it, for thou beholdest mischief in spite to requite it with thy hand. The poor committeth himself unto thee. Thou art the helper of the fatherless. Break thou arm of the wicked in the evil man. Seek out his wickedness till thou find none. The Lord is the king forever and ever. The heathen are perished out of his hand. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou will prepare the, their heart. Thou wilt cause thine ear to hear. To judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth may no more oppress. Wow. That psalm and, went in a little bit different direction. Uh, what comes to your mind when you think of Psalm 10, Stephanie? That it's a cry to God for his justice. Yeah. And he describes who the, you know, who the wicked are. Yeah. And then it's like he he describes who they are. He lays out before God, yeah, what they do, and then he and then he says, "Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up thine hand, forget not the humble." Wow! And then he starts just crying out to God, and um, yeah, he does. It's a comfort. It's a comfort when I read David's heart cries. It comforts me. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And, and, you know, things like in, in verses, so in verses 2 to 13, there's so much going on, you know, where there is no God, I shall not be moved, uh, God doesn't see me, uh, God will not judge me, you know, talking about it from the perspective of the wicked. And then, you know, there's something that's going on in, in these early Psalms, Stephanie, but then he gets toward the end of the Psalm and he goes, he talks about trusting God. Mm-hmm. And he talks about God defending his people. And, 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 and I think we need that today. I think we need to know that we're going to be defended. I think we need to know that there are wicked out there. And, you know, there are people listening to us. And, and uh, uh, you know, and, and the question's always asked, Stephanie. And, and I've asked this question. How do the wicked just keep getting away with being wicked? Well, that's kind of a trick question. Because when is. the rubber, rubber meets the road they're not getting away with it. No. You know, it looks like it from our perspective sometimes, but um, they're not. God is seeing, God sees what I do. God sees what they do and nothing escapes his eye. And um, I think that's what brings comfort in the midst of things. And I think God gave us, there's times when I read these Psalms that it's like, I'm reminded God gave us these Psalms for a reason, and it wasn't just to read. I think these these were cries from the heart of David to the heart of God, and these are inspired words of Scripture. Yeah, you know, these are words that that God led David to write, and that God inspired. They're in His Word, and we we can read these and can can cry these out to God, and um. I'm following right now. I'm a part of a, a group um, of emails and things that come through. And you just and, got one, I think, um, right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a text that came through. I just muted it, muted it, so those that should happen again. Um, but when I read the Psalms and I read David's heart cries, I'm reminded that I can cry out from the depth of my heart to God. Yeah, and, and how, you know, and and how often. 
I mean, how many times have we not forgot about God, but but not went to him? At, he wasn't our uh, call-in-case-of-emergency guy. He wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how often does that happen? So you say you, you're reminded he hears our heart cries. And, and you know, what would you say, I guess? You know, Kevin, giving you these questions that mess you up, and I don't mean to do this, but... But what would you say to somebody who is, uh, uh, you know, in a bad place, um, you know, just trying to dig out? Life's upside down. The world's upside down. Uh, you've been there. I mean, what, what, what do you say to us when, when those times come, Stephanie? I mean, the psalmist is, you know, he's pl- crying out to God. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. what do we say? What do we do? Well, this psalm is, is extra special to me because... David's, David prays something out here a couple of times. Um, verse 14, because verse 13, he says um, that the wicked say in their heart that God will not require it. In other words, we're going to get away with this. God's not going to do anything to stop us. We have nothing to worry about. Mm. That's pretty much what the wicked are thinking. And I love how David says in verse 14, Thou hast seen it, for Mm. thou beholdest mischief and spite, to requite it with thine hand. The poor committed himself unto thee, thou art the helper of the fatherless. Yeah, and And that's a precious promise to me. To repay, right. Yeah. Right. But that's a precious promise to me because. You know, for my kids, that's a promise that I can share with them and say, God does hear your cries. He does see what you're dealing with. And that's he's he's not forgetting. He's not. This isn't going past his vision. Um, and there's something precious about that, that God sees the heart cries of my children because they belong to him. He sees the heart cries of um those who may not have an earthly father or mother that they can lean on, but they have a God in heaven who loves them and cares for them. And to me, that's a precious, precious promise. And, and then how David says um, in verse 17, Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart. Thou wilt cause thine ear to hear, to judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the men of the earth, may no more oppress. And it's it's like, I love how David, a couple times in this chapter, talks about the prayer of the humble. Yeah. Like God, um, verse 12, he says, For, um, forget not the humble. And it makes me think of the verse where, um, I think, is it in James, where he says, humble, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Um, it's somewhere, James, Peter, somewhere in the New Testament, I'm horrible with references, but we're told to humble, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Mm-hmm. And um, just the concept of, you know, when you're in a place of being fatherless, of being poor, of being um, at the end of your rope. And quite honestly, that's where if you struggle with PTSD, that's where you find yourself is at the end of your rope. Yeah. And knowing that there is a heavenly father there who who hears the cry of the humble. Yeah. And to me, that's powerful because it is so easy to get caught up thinking, well, does God really care about me? Does he really hear my cry? 
And yes, he does. Otherwise, he's a liar. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that, that we have a Heavenly Father who loves us, who cares about us, and who is there to help meet our needs and to carry us when we can't walk. You know, um, cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain me. And that's what David's doing in this passage, is casting his burden and these weights on God and saying, God, would you hear the cry of the humble? Would you help? Would you would you cause your ear to hear my cry? And to me, that's just a beautiful promise that God gives. It is. And, and, and you know, and, you know, many of us think about this, you know, David being in perils or, or, you know, what's going on. I know soon we're going to start dealing with Psalms that deals with Saul trying to hurt him and stuff. But, but you know, there's pain in people from years ago, Stephanie. I mean, there's, yeah. there's people that you and I work with, wonderful, great people who are, who are dealing with terrible things people did and said to them years ago and, and, and how they were hurt years ago and, and, uh, you know, they, as they study God's word and as they look at this and, and something you said a few minutes ago, as we, as we came to the end of this Psalm that, that really caught me too, was, uh, to judge the fatherless and the oppressed that the man of the earth may no more oppress. And, uh, just to understand that even, you know, if something has hung with you for years, if something is upside down, has been tearing you apart for years, uh, God can still give you release from that. And there comes a time, and maybe it's found, Stephanie, in just knowing that there's coming a time uh, when everything's going to be good. There's coming a time when we're going to be in heaven. And and, and I mean, what do we, uh, how do we find, and, and, and so folks, let me give you some background. I know I'm talking a little bit in circles tonight. But let me give you some background. So as we're recording this, Stephanie's coming up on her second anniversary without her sweet husband, Charles. And we've been doing a lot of talking. And, and Stephanie's actually been doing a lot of work to uh, preserve things for her children and make chess for them and, and uh, to make sure that they have stuff for their daddies and, and all that stuff. And, and, and I mean, Stephanie, as you, as you look back, do you find yourself looking more forward now? I mean, what do we... I mean, where are we at right there? I mean, not to put you on the spot, but uh, what do we tell folks? How's it coming? Yeah. Yeah, there is there is a certain element where definitely this year is much more one of looking forward yeah. um, than looking back. And um, part of you, you know, anyone who struggles with PTSD knows that that's, that there's a lot of mixed how is this okay um is it okay to look forward why you know and um verses that the lord keeps bringing to mind just brought to mind today when i was dealing with things um different trials that god has me in right now that don't make sense to me and um the devil uses current trials to say oh don't you wish you were just back in the history you know back in the past and the devil starts using these things um, to play, you know, play with our heads. He and does, yeah. The, the Lord, the Lord brought that the verses to mind where He says, "Forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before." Amen. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. And is it scary? Yeah. Is there times just like God? I don't want to do this. Most definitely, but there's something exciting when you step out and say, "Okay, God." 
yeah, there's a lot I don't see here, but if I live in the past, I'm going to think. Yeah. And so by your grace, I'm going to move forward. And it's just, you know, it's a decision we have to make that we can only make if God is our helper, because it is hard. And, um, there's no, there's no, everybody has their own timetable that they have to work through, Yeah. but God does give grace. And I'm so thankful for that. No, and, and and let me just say this. Let me just say this. I've I've had the privilege. Uh, I met Stephanie. I think we've. I think it's been more than a year and a half now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like a year and eight months or something. It, and uh, it seems like we've known each other our whole lives. But but Stephanie's so real. And, and folks, her answer right there is why she's the best co-host in podcast business. Right there is because. Uh, She's been there, man. She's in it now. And, and some of us have been there, not, you know, nowhere near what Stephanie went through in my life. Uh, but I'm telling you, you can find yourself fixating on a moment or a time frame in your past, and you can totally mess up your present and your future. And, uh, and, and that's not the God we serve. And, and hey, let me tell you some other good news about Stephanie. I know this is going to make her mad, but I'm going to, I'm telling you people, because you peeps are my peeps and uh, you're Stephanie's peeps. So Stephanie has lost a ton of weight. So do, would you, is it, is it okay if I tell people? I guess. Yeah, okay. that's fine. All right. All right. All right. So I don't have to go back and, and re- but I mean, every time I see her, she's getting skinnier. And uh, as a fellow skinny person now, along with her, uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to say that, uh, and boy, how she does it. Uh, and so, so this other thing, we, we, I was, I was going to save this for the next podcast, but this has been kind of a down podcast, Stephanie. So we got to tell them about four and you got another text message. So you, you didn't shut up. Uh, no, I there. haven't. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I promise. You know what? That was one of those fake ones. You know, if you lose your finger, you feel your finger there. That's what, <laughs> that's what. That's what that one was. And uh, uh, so anyway, you know, yeah, I'm just hearing things, man. So she's got this dog, this this huge kind of awkward, small puppy, beautiful golden retriever. I mean, like something you'd see. You got to take a picture with the dog. I need to take a picture with that dog. When when Debbie and I are there, yeah. I'm getting a picture with the dog. And uh, we got to get you. have to. Yeah. So she's got this dog named Thor. So tell us about four. I, I know we're a little over, folks. Let it go. All right, go ahead. Tell us about four. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's our newest addition. We just got him. Um, yeah. He's a golden retriever puppy. Yeah. And he's adorable. And um, Charles, my son, had been asking for a puppy for a long time. Yeah. And um, God led him. He was looking online and found this batch of puppies and by the time he got mom to contact them there was only two left so um so we finally we went and looked at him and pulled the um, trigger yeah and doug said we would come home with a puppy we didn't actually come home we just came home with a down payment having been made so um you don't go look at puppies with your kids without (laughs) knowing you're getting a puppy i mean it's like it's just the way it goes it it's, is the way it goes. I mean, it's like when... Especially when you're a sucker for them yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's There's yeah. several things in life you can count on. And if you go in to look at puppies with eight kids, you're getting a puppy. You can pick it up Tuesday if you want, but you're getting a puppy. 
And uh, I just want yeah. you to know that. Those are one of the things in life you can count on. You can count on taxes. You can count on crazy politicians and crazy friends. And you can count on trials. And uh, But you know what? We're thrilled to be with you, folks. And you know, Psalm 10. Psalm 10, listen, uh, God sees everything. He knows what's going on with us. We just need to trust him. And, and I think that's what Stephanie was talking about. And I, I think I'm going to name this podcast, Stephanie, Forward. And I like what you said. We got to look forward. And, and, and folks, maybe you're, you know, you guys have been through such terrible traumas. I can't tell you, Stephanie, how many of these people that we get to know now at camps and on the phone and online, and we become part of these people's lives. And I, I feel like I'm part of their families. People have been through some junk. Yeah. But you know what? All, all we can say is there's a great God. And, yeah. uh, and and you're great because you serve a great God. And you're nowhere near God, but you can you can let God work through you. And man, he can make a difference in your life. So today, mm-hmm. make, it, make it a habit that you're going to trust God. You're going to step out with God. You're going to look at the day you got ahead of you and nail that bad boy. And uh, so, Stephanie, what's the, so saying that I know we're uh, saying that, Stephanie, what's the most important thing that we want our peeps, our dear friends out here listening to us? What's the most important thing we want them to know? Well, our, our greatest desires that every one of them would know that if they were to die, that they would go to spend eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Do that, folks. Listen to what we have to say right here. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. One of the more exciting things about our ministry is being able to tell people how they can know for sure they're saved and believe in Jesus Christ and spend eternity in heaven. The Bible tells us there's four things we need to know to be saved. The first thing it tells us is we're all sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous. It says that everybody in the world is a sinner. The second thing that the Bible teaches us is there's a price on sin. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. The third thing and the good news that the Bible teaches us today is it says, but God commendeth his love toward us while we were yet sinners before we were even born, Christ died for us. So we can know we're a sinner. We can know there's a price on sin, but thank God that Christ died for us. Then the Bible says we must speak it in our mouth and believe it in our heart that all we need to do is pray to God, believing in a heart that Christ has died for our sins and ask him to save us in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what, folks? He will. If we can do anything to help you in that area, please send us a message. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at Wounded Spirits dot com.